<laughs> yeah. Talk Radio. Tell you about it in a second. Yo, Bird. What's up, man? Rick Camacho, dog. You know how we do it, man. I know you be traveling, doing your thing. Hit me up, bro. I need a, uh, an intro from you for my show. So, Kitchen Radio. If you can't take the heat, nah, that's too cliche. My man DJ Slicks always do it his way. From the base to the valley, he always put it down with the street level thump and the underground sound. Now you can find him on the dot com, Soul Kitchen Radio. Take it to your favorites, man, that's the best way to go. From the up and coming to the vet on the grind, he plays the kind of music that'll stimulate your mind. It's a sign of the times when the clock strikes 11 and Slicks starts to reppin' with Omezi in a session. One time I missed a Monday but didn't really trip. I just subscribed on iTunes and downloaded quick. With a click or a tap, he's bound to get you right on your desktop. Connect with your handheld device. So your cousin and your friends about the hottest show with Slick Rick and my show. Soul Kitchen Radio. If you haven't heard Soul Kitchen Radio, and let me tell you, Soul Kitchen Radio. Slick Rick and my show. Soul Kitchen Radio. Big old Maisie. Soul Kitchen Radio. Crazy ball heads down with Soul Kitchen Radio. Tell your grandma this is Soul Kitchen Radio. You are now tuned to Soul Kitchen Radio. New music Monday. Soul Kitchen. Radio. Oh shit! Soul Kitchen Radio. We're back in effect. Rick Camacho, uh, New Music Monday. Man, yeah. it was a crazy weekend this weekend. We got we got a whole lot of stuff to talk about. We're gonna get to the Floyd Mayweather fight. We're gonna get to uh, we gonna man, we're gonna get to the to the Raiders to the NFL weekend. We're gonna talk a little bit about this this Obama stuff coming up. Um, yeah. Man, and and we got legendary hip hop artist Chub Rock is gonna be on the show Chub today. Rock. Chub Rock treat is me calling. Right. He's calling so right. That's right. We treating him right with Chub Rock today. We also man, we got a caller right away. Nine one six. What's up? Who is this? Welcome to Soul Kitchen Radio. All right. Nine one six. What's up? Who this? Okay, we're gonna put him back on hold. You wanna call? Yeah, let them warm up. Let them listen to the show a little bit. If you want to get on the line, push one when you call in, 714-694-4150. Man, one of the big things that everybody was talking about, dude, did you hear about the Ray J and Fab fight over the weekend? Yeah, man. I just Actually, I was I was uh, just just perusing through Twitter, Twitter man, and just seeing uh, it was talk, Angela, Lee, Angela Yee, and uh, it was talking about it. And I tuned in to 105.9 on my on my iHeartRadio to see what he was talking about when he tuned in. Next thing you know, I'm seeing, I'm, I'm hearing the whole thing. So I'm like, man, it's crazy. But you know, like we were talking about the last show, Twitter beef. I mean, the uh, hip hop beef is going down. It's going down, man. And look, we got that. I got that whole interview with uh with with the Breakfast Club, Angela Yee and them. We're about to play that in a minute. Let's see if uh we about to. In fact, you know what? Let's just get to it right now. I'm going to take this time. We're going to play a little bit of, of this Ray J and Fab beef because everybody was saying what I heard when I got the call. Fabulous. Heard, make, make sure you tell everybody it was fabulous, not not Mr. Fab. Yeah, yeah, fabulous, definitely. Okay, right. Ray J and Fabulous. And I had no idea they had beef. When I got the call, I heard that Ray J got beat up, that Fabulous knocked Ray J out. That's what I heard, all right? I, I'm not knowing nothing, so I went to Twitter I went to Twitter and I just got more confused because shit was crazy on Twitter. Everybody's going off, so and, and then I seen that he's gonna be on with Angela Yee and them. So I went and I tuned it in, and this is what I got. So check it out. It's Soul Kitchen Radio. 
This is exclusive right here. The Breakfast Club. Power 1051. Ray, Ray, Ray. Yo, Charlemagne. What up, my G? Envy, what up? What I up, mean, Ray J? I what happened, man? What the hell went on? Are we live? No, 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 yes. no. We, yes, yes, yes. We live? Yes. Okay, so I ain't gonna curse. But these punk faggots, and excuse my language, but you know what I'm saying? Be whoever you want to be. Love whoever you want to love. I didn't mean it like that. I just meant, when you want to disrespect me and the money team, and we got seven Rolls Royces outside, and we just made 350 racks on the... Don't disrespect me. I'm going to smack you up again, fool. Right, so Ray J, That's what I'm saying. Niggas, niggas saying Ray J got beat up? I shot that nigga in the face, my nigga. So you punched Fab in the face. One time. You, hey, all I'm saying is if you got Fab number, tell that nigga to send a picture of his face right now. Wow. Okay, okay Ray J, let me ask you. So this is what happened because you didn't like. these bitch ass niggas. You didn't like what he was saying on, on Twitter, like making nah, jokes. like, look, don't disrespect me and Floyd like that. I play piano on that motherfucking piano every day. That's my big bro, nigga. We grew up together. So if you think I just came over there and sang a song, you got me motherfucking twisted. I'm always over there, nigga. Remember, so, we on there, Ray. We on there, Ray. Get cursed. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Envy. I'm so, sorry. So go ahead. So, Envy, I'm so, sorry. Are we live? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're posting me. What happened? What? I said, so you you went up to him at the after party. I'm with the what money happened? team right now. We all over uh, here. I swear to God, he running from me right now. I had a hundred fools outside of Moon right now. He never left the club. He was scared up in there. He tried to call the police. So when you hit him, what did he do, right? Nothing. He fell back because he's a sucker. Okay, I'm now, Ray, let me ask you. So he didn't, he didn't hit I, you look, back? Look, look, check this out. No disrespect. Like, shout out to my big bro, Diddy, because he tried to really be like, look, they was just going in on you, and, and you know, it was all fun and games. Shout out to Kevin Hart because, you know, he a comedian. But Fab ain't no comedian. My homie saved his life when he was in L.A. His life was threatened by my other dudes, and my other homie saved his life. So how dare you even speak disrespectful to me? You know what I'm saying? And this that's just what it was. So when I seen him, I was with Floyd and 50, and he tried to say, don't touch me, and I touched that nigga. Straight up. The 50 I'm with him. The 50 instigate the fight? Listen, I got, I got detained tonight. I got kicked out of the motherfucking Palm Hotel. Police arresting me, handcuffs. Listen, I said, look, y'all gonna take me to jail, or can y'all just unhandcuff me and let me hop in my ghost and get up out of here? They said, that's your car? I said, I'm cool. Can you handcuff me? I gave it. You know what I'm saying? I looked out for him and I was out. Now, Ray- Soul Kitchen Radio. 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 Okay, so I guess that's what happened. Yo. Omizi, you there? Soul Kitchen Radio, what's up? Who is this? 916. Don't you know who it is by now? Gail, Gail, I hear you, Gail. Did you hear that? What we just played? Omizi, where you at? <laughs> I don't know, but I got to <laughs> What happened, Omizi? My phone Omizi? was tweaking. My, my phone was tweaking, my bad. But, yeah, um, it was a little bit. It was more, it was more that, that, that Ray J was saying, um, uh, you know, of course, it was like an extended version where he was talking about if you want uh, Tupac back or you wanted Tupac back, now you're back. But, you know, like they were saying, he had just got out, so I think they had caught him right. He might have still been perking. Ain't no telling, you know what I'm saying? But um, right. I didn't know I didn't know Ray J. He was in jail? 
I guess they, they said he they said he got locked up, and then he uh, and he, when he called in, when he got out or something. I don't know. Just like you were saying, there's so many different ways that the conversation was going. Obviously, something happened. Obviously, it was some kind of fight, but you know, what I'm saying uh, it's it's going down. I guess. Yeah, so we're just gonna have to wait and hear what's going on with uh, when when Ray J and when Fab. We're gonna hear Fab's side, and then Ray J talking about if, if you go further in. That, that's a whole nine minute clip. I don't want to play the whole thing, but uh, if you go further into it, he was telling he was telling Angela Yee in the Breakfast Club. He said, "Yo, I'm gonna make sure Fabulous calls you and apologizes. I'm gonna make sure wow. he apologizes for 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 being broke and and doing this and that and this. Oh man, it was it was all bad. But it seemed like a lot of it was just about who's who's richer than who. I mean, when it comes down to it, it's it, it shouldn't be that. Well, it's about well, who's who's well, going. It was, uh, it was uh, I mean, he um. I went through I went through some uh, fabulous early early tweets, and he said my nigga he said my nigga May uh, my nigga um, he said my nigga Ray J is it, I guess they was all together so it wasn't like they was funking like it was on site I guess it was just a build up I guess it was really when he when he went to shake his hand or something and he got he got mad and, uh, and took off on him but it didn't, you know I mean if it was at a party I'm sure if it was that deep you know hell of other people would have been. Would have been, would have been, that was there would have been taking pictures and would have already had it up and especially you know like world star like if, if if somebody had actual footage of it going down I think it would have, it would have, it would have manifested unless it's unless it's coming I mean I I feel like uh, Angela Lee and, and then they got on it Angela Yee like they got on it like first like you know they broke it so yeah yeah, it's, it's, yeah. Gonna, it's, gonna, it's probably it's probably gonna pick up steam you know what I'm saying we did it's early fresh early morning then a whole bunch of whole bunch of news for them to go through, you know what I'm saying, the, the news circuit and uh you know. But hopefully they just talk, actually if they just talk it out, you know, a lot of the a lot of these hip hop beats can be solved by talking it out, you know what I'm saying? He, you know. You know, my pops always said think five times before you speak, so maybe he you know, he is sober or I don't know, we'll see. I mean he 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 the homie, Ray J the homie, you know, he a homie is sick with it, Air Fabulous a homie is sick with it, so uh, you know, we always be like, we hope they work it out, period. Yeah, you know, we, we want everybody to work it out. Here on Soul Kitchen Radio, we don't burn bridges on Soul Kitchen Radio. So so I'm telling you right now, we, we, we keep it we keep it positive, we keep it going, and, and we just keep it informative. So, so uh, you know, that's how we do it. Man, this, uh, this weekend, let's move on from that. Both of our teams got smacked. The Raiders, Man, you know, the Niners lost. Man, like barely though. Like, but really, like we could have woke. I, I would have rather we woke up and both of our teams won. You know, yeah. and, uh, you know, my my wife, she a she a Niner fan, so she was she was rooting against uh, rooting against the Raiders, of course. Which you know I do too, but at the same time, I wanted us to win, as you know, the Bay Area to win, but it didn't happen. So now both of us lost. So we both milked. <laughs> we both look like clowns today, man. Yeah, we both meal dudes. I just be hating when people like you know, right when you right when you leading up to the end of the game, you be talking big Bronco, and then all of a sudden you lose, and you be like, whoop, quiet church. Yeah, that's, I, I I try not to, especially, <laughs> especially with the Raiders, especially with the Raiders. Like, I, I could talk shit in the first half, second half I just gotta watch and 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 hold on to the hold on to the horses. Yeah, right. My, I got the worst luck ever, so I my. My whole thing is if I'm watching the game, they're gonna lose. If I turn away from it, like right when we was when we was when we was winning, I was like, I just caught myself like, damn, what are we doing? I'm sitting up here watching the game. I'm not supposed to be. Cause as soon as I start watching it, 
they gonna start losing. Last, last time I seen, I seen Romo, go, I seen Romo going to the back because he hurt himself. Next thing you know, what do you do? Come out and score a touchdown? Like what the hell? Yeah, and he scored a touchdown to uh, to the guy that won the the uh, Michael Irvin's long fourth and long uh, TV show. Congratulations to that guy, man. That that was good. Man. That was good. To come from reality show to 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 making a to winning catch. But That's you know, hard. it happens. He played he played NFL before. Not like he was a bus boy and then did it. He was in the league before. And then he just got right. cut. So he was just trying to come back. Not like uh, my fat ass getting on the field and making a winning touchdown. Then, <laughs> then you'd be surprised. Be happy for that. <laughs> What's up with that? You, you said you, uh, you, you, had a mem- you got your membership at 24 Hour Fitness? I got my membership, man. I, I went through. Man, I kept calling these guys. I was like, I was like, man, I want a, I want a membership. How much? They're like 36.99. I was like, no, nah, I'm not paying forty dollars a month for a fitness club. So, is yeah. So, and what I did. I called the 800 number because I said, you know what? I'm just gonna get them. I'm gonna tell them I need to lose weight. I'm on. I'm at uh, on Soul Kitchen Radio. I'm gonna pump them up. And they gave it to me for 24.99 a month, all clubs. So that's good. I'm happy. So I've been in. I've been in the. Uh, I've been in the gym. Started last week, and and man, and that's how it is. Now, now. I'm, Still losing weight. I'm still got still got a long way to go. We got a phone call. You know, go ahead. Make sure you get on that elliptical, man. That the elliptical that that thing works. You smell me? Yeah, man. My my actually, I, I I hit these amino acids that that are are uh, for your. I guess they stimulate your muscles. So I haven't even been sore. Been working, but haven't been sore. They kind of they make me want to work harder. You know, so I, I like. Working. You start working out, you already on the you already on the sauce. It ain't take you but a second. What you go you gonna get you some uh, some HGH and take that too? Yeah, man. If I can rub, find some of that. I'm gonna rub it all over my arm. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. You can find uh, find find Victor Conte. He out there in the bay. <laughs> we gonna find him, man. He 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 probably over there playing playing uh in a bowling alley with Martin Hanks. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> real tough. We got to talk about this fight, too, B. Yeah, definitely. We're going to talk about the fight. Man, some some other stuff we got going on with the fight was, uh, oh, man, let me let me pull that up real quick because that was Floyd Mayweather at the end of the fight with Larry Merchant. This is this is Floyd Mayweather's end of the night with Larry Merchant. Did you see the, Did you see that part of the interview? Yeah, man. Yeah, um, I didn't think, it, I didn't think he went as hard because usually – I mean, he usually he usually said what he got to say after the fight, man. So I didn't think it was, I think, but I think he was on one. But the more I watched, the more I watched, you know, watched the replay, and I seen the ref actually did, you know, tell him to, you know, tell him to start fighting again, you know, and all that, you know, Ortiz was kissing the hell out of him and apologizing, but still, he had butted him like a bull mastodon, like a like a ram. And uh, he got he got the, he got two pieces, and he wasn't mad. He got two point five million dollars. Mayweather got guaranteed twenty million, so I, I can't see nobody really being too mad. And I think even if you listen to that, that interview, Ray J said he made three three hundred something thousand. So if I made three hundred thousand, bro, I would have been out there perking. I would have been out there on one, ready to get it in real talk. Because it's like it's like watching a you know if you go watch a, a Bruce Lee fight. Man, what you ready to do after you watch a Bruce Lee fight? You ready, you ready to go out and fight somebody? You ready to go out and cry and see, see if it works? 
<laughs> you want to see if it works. You know what I'm saying? It, it, you know, like when you when you sit around and you play boxing, you play the boxing uh, for like like all day. You play the boxing game. Then you want to go out and you think that you could do it. You think you got that in you. That's crazy. So, uh, yeah, I think that had a lot to do with that had a lot to do with the Tupac fight, you know, when 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 Tupac after the Tyson fight, and that had to do with the Fab, the Fabulous, and Ray J fight, man. Nah, but you know what, um, you know what Ray J said, man, and uh, I think it's like it's like his um, his winning moment, like Charlie Sheen had his moment when he said winning. I think I think Ray J was like, I'm sick of being humble. You know what I'm talking about? Right, right. I'm sick, of, I'm sick of acting like I ain't got shit. I guess that's, I'm just, you know, I, that's what I, the only thing I took away from it, really. You know, you know what kind of that? You know what that reminds me of? That reminds me of. Uh, but you know, Ray J, he's a singer, so people think singers are soft. All right, so right, right. he kind of has something to prove. And I remember I was talking to Muggsy one day, and uh, and I was doing an interview with him, and I said, I said, so you you the guys that be dancing around E40. He goes, yeah, but I'm knocking yeah. niggas' head off. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Instantly, right? <laughs> Instantly, he's like, like, no, yeah, no, don't, don't take it. Yeah, don't take <laughs> it. I might, I might dance and all that, but I'll, I'll fuck you up. So, no, so, so yeah. You know, young Muzzy be like, young Muzzy be like, man, we don't dance, man. We groove. You feel right, me? Right. There's a big difference between dancing and grooving, my nigga. You know, <laughs> I was just with Muggsy too. I was just with Muggsy. Uh, we had a show out in Fresno uh, this this past Friday. He also he shot a video. Him and Forty, uh, him and Forty shot a video for his new album, uh, Guerrilla Terry, My State. And uh, we was out there. We were, they got this club out there in Fresno that is so off the chain. Shout out to Fresno. Uh, you know, we went out there and rocked that thing. And uh, I just want to give a shout out to Young Muggsy. That's my guy. Right, right. Yeah. In fact, next week. We just hooked it up yesterday with Alita Turner. Muggsy will be on the show next week talking oh, about the new album. So so we yeah. got him. And she was talking about JB doing some stuff, too. She wants to hook up an interview with JB. Oh, that's it. Yeah, so so we'll figure that out. Uh, 916-816-842 number. What's up? Who is this? You're on Soul Kitchen Radio. Okay, he just wants to stay on hold. I know Gail has something to say. Let's listen to Gail real quick, then we'll get into the Floyd Mayweather Okay, stuff. let me talk fast. I'm a fast oh, talker. Yeah. Anyway, I went to Uh-oh. Star Trek. Did you see Star Trek yet at the Dark Room? I haven't got a chance There's only two more yet. performances. And I went Saturday. It was sold out. They had to turn people away. So, I mean, two more. This Friday, this Saturday, and it's over with. And instead of going to see a lousy movie and spending money, go see something that you're going to enjoy. And as alternative entertainment, you always should watch The Dark Room anyway. Keep up with what they're doing because they're always doing something down there. And I went to Comedy Day yesterday at Golden Gate Park. Are you familiar? And the thing was, uh, last three years, well, Robin Williams was there, but I was in the bathroom, so I missed Robin Williams. But here I am. I'm not politically correct at all. You know that. I'm going to get my ass whipped, man, because this is it. Those people up there, a bunch of them wasn't even funny. And I was asking the guys, if these people are not funny, what's up? And his opinion was that the people who are practicing longer, they have to let them get up there so they won't be slighted by the other people that weren't practicing as much, even if they're funnier. Politically, everything is politics, man. In my opinion, I was funnier than some of those people up there. And on top of that, 
I knew there's at least a couple of people in the audience that always rips it up, and they weren't allowed to go up there. Political. And I talked to this guy who I just found out he's on the board of directors, and I didn't get a chance to talk to him yesterday because, you know, a lot of times I don't think of these things. But when I get a chance, I'm going to talk to this guy if I'm improving the thing. Forget this, who been practicing longer. The thing should be, who is funny? Because I was sitting out in the audience, and people were saying, this isn't funny, tell a joke. You know, are you my, did I put you to sleep yet? Yeah, you put us to sleep. Are you still there? I don't care. Comedy ain't shit. People up here, they should be funny. And okay, I you got to be comedy. got to be comedy. And poli- people don't want to say nothing. They want to be politically correct. I mean, a couple of the people that I knew were funny and they should be up there, I expressed it to them. And they said, oh, you know, because I guess they're politically correct, never gay. Oh, she's never politically correct. All right, everybody. I'm going to spread okay, it around. Yeah. I mean, I don't care if they've been doing it 31 years. I don't care. The thing should be who is funny, not who knows who, not who has been doing it a long no time. No more drugs. The criteria should be man. funny. What's that? No more drugs for that man. No, I don't. All right, Gail. Thank you, Gail. This is funny right here. Check it out. You were in charge of the fight. You were aggressive and trying and taking advantage of what you, know you saw the You know what I'm going to do you don't ever give me a fair shake. You know that? So I'm going to let you talk to Victor Ortiz, all right? I'm through. They put somebody else up and give me an interview. What are you Victor talking Ortiz. about? What you are you, you talking heard him. You never give me a fair shake. HBO needs to fire you. You don't know shit about boxing. You ain't shit. You're, you got shit. I wish I was 50 years younger you and I'd kick your ass. You won't do shit. You won't do he said, 50 years younger, and I'll kick your ass." Hey, but you know what? If you, if, if you listen to the fight, if you listen to the fight, if you listen to the fight, or watch the fight, he was actually before I'm talking about before the fight was over, like like close to the like, well, actually, right after he was giving him he was giving him a compliment. You know what I'm saying? He was telling him how he gave us he you know he did his job again. I don't know why when he he starts collecting his thoughts, he started. <laughs> He decided he wanted to steal, steal Mayweather's moment, but you know that's what he be doing to certain people. I don't know why he do that, but he might be getting up there in age though, because you know everybody know he got this long. I was fifty years younger. I'll kick your ass. (laughs) (laughs) So you know, hey, that's crazy. Man, that was a good one. So we we just we're we're waiting on Chub Rock. I think I think we got him on the phone. Hold on, let me see who this is on the phone. Three four seven area code. Is this the man Chub Rock? Hold on. Yo, yo, three four seven area code, what's up? It's me, man, it's Chub. I've been on here while Homegirl was talking craziness. Yeah. <laughs> 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 He's just that's, talking that's, about that, that that's our that's our uh our in house gail. She she goes off. She's a comedian so so she has a lot built up inside of her. So sometimes she just goes off. And does her thing. We yeah. yesterday. I had a real good verbal uh, army. See, she's still going. <laughs> <laughs> we, just, we just let her go like that. So check it out. Chubb Rock, we're going to be right back with you in one second because we, we definitely got to play uh, our hip-hop our hip hop show of the week, hip-hop song of the week, seeing as, as legend is here. We're going into the legendary song. This is just the two of us right here on Soul Kitchen Radio. Be right back. We got Chubb Rock on the line. 714-694-4150. Get in now. 
Here's another hip-hop classic. Taking you back to the old school. On Soul Kitchen Radio. On Soul Kitchen Radio. On Soul Yo. Sharp Rock coming back on for 1990. Word out, word out. Kick this out to my man Rob Swinger. Hot Dog Dinky. Manager Butt F. Lover, you know what I'm saying? Dr. No. There we go. The hit man, yes, the hit man, yo, you know it. The first cruncher, the man on the sequencer, he was scared to kick a 16 bar. He's not a rap star, not saying that I am, but on the jam. I'm gonna kick a little, not a Dr. Seuss riddle, no cats and hats, boxing some socks. But to the DJ jocks, check your clocks. Half past what? Time to bust nuts. Not a pistachio, he uses a Casio keyboard and a Tascam board. The cook in the B50, get nifty, born with the gift. Time to get pissed. Not with the manufacturing of a split, he never wrote one, never sold none. The beast gave me the high that brought fame to us, and how we gonna kick it, huh? Soul Kitchen Radio for one. It's my name is Rick Camacho. This is Big Old Meezy. He's uh 
future co host here. What's good, player? What's going on, Playboy? Man, I got to tell you, I got to tell you, that song right there brings me back to the 90s. And and the only thing I didn't like about that song, Chubb, and I have to tell you, and I'm glad I, I finally get a chance to tell you, is I didn't like the cues in that in that thing. I'm a Sigma. I wanted more Sigma, more <laughs> blue and white in that video. <laughs> you know, it's funny because my cousin, my cousin Clarence, he's a Sigma. Right. And they were supposed to be at the video. Uh-huh. They were supposed to be at the video that day, and I'm not so sure what happened. I think, you know, um, they had something else that they had to do because I invited everybody. Right, right. You know, and then, you know, I always, when I do Tom Joyner's event every year, we got a couple of good Sigma brothers that's always there, always ragging me about that video. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> if you know someone onto a show with a Sigma hosting the show, that's the first thing I'm going to tell you. So you, at least, I, at least I'm with the rest of my frat knowing that. <laughs> yeah, I always get rigged about that, man. And then the lady. I tell you, I I dance to that song like I'm in the video though. Everybody does that same look. Do do yeah, do do do. Everybody does that, man. So, man, Chub Rock. So you're doing a show. You got a, you got your own radio show too, right? Yeah, I got a show here in New York on WBLS. Um, pretty much with a number one urban station here in New York. And uh, we got a show here that just got syndicated, so we'll be at a city near you real soon. Oh man, that's 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 hot, is it? Uh, so WBLS definitely one of the big one of the big A and R or CHR and and adult urban radio stations out there in New York. So are definitely. you? Uh, what, what's it like? What's it like going head to head with like Sirius XM and stuff out there? The go, go against what? Like you got, you guys feel like you're going going head on with, with like with Sirius XM and stuff like that, the online shows. No, 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 no. You know, Sirius definitely has their own their own following. Because I used to be at Sirius in the early time when they first started, and obviously it's grown since then, especially with the help of Howard Stern and stuff like that. Right, right. But um, you know, we're still for New York. You know, people are still hitting, you know, traditional radio and definitely hitting internet radio more. Guys like you guys that will bring some innovative stuff. You know, serious, you know, it's a hard time right now, so that stuff is a subscription thing. Yeah, that's true. That's and, true. You know, people got school fees and kids' college tuition <laughs> to pay for. <laughs> they might not, you know, they might not be willing to pay for radio just yet while... This recession is going on, but you know, right now we're having a good time up there, and I like the vibe of most of the internet radio people, man, because they're being a little more creative with it. They don't got as many restrictions, so they we can push the envelope a little bit. Right, they yeah. Can play that good music, you know. So I think people have a great choice with internet radio, and then I try to have the same thought process as the internet radio guys, but just on terrestrial radio, at least as far as I can take it. Right, right. Yeah, you, you got the FCC watching you and all that. Right, yeah. You mean being able to being able to keep it real but not but not get fined by you know, by taking it too over overboard, right? Right. Because, uh, you know, with the internet radio you guys can do certain things that's just 
you know, that definitely people want to hear and people want to feel, and we might not be able to do it as much, you know, or at least as, as freely as you guys can. But that's why Internet Radio is growing, so that's a good thing. Uh, you know, the first know one thing I really want to do, Chubra, I want to thank your wife for hooking up this interview because she's been she's oh, been grinding out there for you. Oh yeah, yeah, she's the she's the one, man. I mean, you know, she's the she got she got a better mind on it than me. I'm a I'm more of a in the studio <laughs> just cat and get it done, just get it done, huh? Yeah, yeah, she's the she got the brains, man. So. Yeah, she's out there grinding it hard, man. You know what I mean? She believes in that. Right. She believes I, in that I, era I, of music. I could definitely tell when I when I when I talked to her on the uh on Twitter, she she believes. She believes in you. She believes in, in that era. And and she's out there, she she knows you got something good. She sent me your new songs. So we're gonna play those in a little bit. And and we're sure. gonna talk and we're gonna talk about 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 Chub Rock is not too chubby no more. I've seen some pictures too. Yeah, man. I'm I'm actually as I'm talking to you now, I'm on my I'm on my walk, man. So you know, once you get to that forty, man, you gotta, <laughs> gotta take care of yourself, man. I, I got some friends and you know, some co workers that caught heart attacks and at early ages, man. I mean, you know, before you would hear that lyric around sixty, sixty five now you hear it at thirty-five and forty. <laughs> that right. is real. You know, I oh, just uh, I, like I was just telling them, I just went to, I just went back to the gym because I'm, I'm, I'm Chubb Rick now, so I need to get rid of that. <laughs> <laughs> so we yeah, trying to, brother, trying to get rid of that. Um, if you go, if yeah, Rock is on the phone, we're gonna take some calls. Chubb Rock, Chubb Rock is on the phone. If you have something to say? Call right now. Seven one four. Six nine four forty one fifty. Soul Kitchen Radio. Gary Archer, what's up? I know you're there, man. What's up, yo, man? Big shout out to Chub Rock, man, a living legend in the hip hop game, man. For real, straight up, man. I appreciate this, it, brother. This dude was what was 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 forefront in, in in taking this music to the party scene. You know, back back to where it originated from, with with some serious content hidden in between those lyrics. This dude was partying. He was like the the Chuck D, like Chuck D at a party. This dude was bananas. Always, he was always social aware of what was going on, and and he was never preachy. Very very great message, man. I've been following Chub Rock since I was in high school. You know, I'm the same age as Chub Rock. My brother's a big time DJ from the Bay Area. We've been playing his vinyl since you know the the late '80s for sure. There's, there's no doubt my man has been holding in. I'm glad to hear you're not you're on a, a healthy mission right now, and I'm glad you're still doing music straight up. West Coast yes, sir, love yes, you, bro. Yes, sir. Appreciate you, man. Yeah, you know, we just we try, man. I mean, you know, a lot of times people think that music has to have these expiration dates as far as when you can do music. And if hip-hop is a real genre, there ain't no expiration date for anybody that want to go out there and do music. You know, absolutely. Don't be closing closing seventy, and she's still singing. It ain't like, oh well, Keisha Cole is here now, Beyonce's here now, so you can't, so Patty can't sing, or Stevie Wonder can't sing. That's nonsense. So it's the same thing like hip hop. You know, Little Wayne is doing his thing, and that's great, and and all the other guys, and you know, well, you know, what well, you got to understand, well, what I think is hip hop is is finally growing up. 
hip-hop is barely now three generations old, which in turn now makes it okay for the older generation to still be involved. All the other music, rock, country, soul, all, all that all that was, was dealt with the same way. All these musics were, were made because it was the new music for the generation. Now, for it to last longer than that, you know, the icons stay around. It just so happened now that our music done surpassed that there are grandfathers now that listen to hip-hop. So in turn, the only way, only way you could get old and can't do the music is if your message gets old. As long as you stay relevant to, to what's going on, hip-hop will always be there for you. Yeah, definitely. And, and also, I mean, the, the, the second part is if you have people like yourself, people like Soul Kitchen Radio, that's willing to promote that older school, you know, hip-hop artists. Because a lot of terrestrial radio won't do it because they're only dealing with the now because... They're dealing with those record companies and the politics of the business that deal with that. And it's cool when you have other people willing to say, no, nah, I'm going to play a Chub Rock record or I'm going to play a Buckshot Shorty record or a KRS record. And then, cause, so it's, we can do half of it, but half the battle stays with people that's willing to take that risk and say, nah, man, we, we, we're going to play, we're going to play the era that we come from. Right, right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Man, so Absolutely, tell me, that feels good. Quick, let me ask you on, on your show. What's what's the name of your show on WBLS? Uh, our show is called Classic Flavors, and that's what we do. We play that era of music, and we play certain new things if it fits that era. But when we came to, when we came to that station, we said, "Listen, man, this is the birthplace of hip hop, and you're not playing any any old school hip hop." And they were like, "I ain't gonna do well." And I, right. I made them a bet because they were like, no, Joe, we just want you to go on the air and do a new show with this, these new records. And I was like, man, I don't want to do that. You know, I did that before when I was at Power 105. I was like, I don't want to do that, man. I want to stick to the era in which I'm a representative. And I said, hey, just if, if it gives me a couple of weeks, if it doesn't work, then we switch it around. And we've been number one ever since. So... You can't, you know, because you, you can't, you can't, you can't never beat that era. Right now, this, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking the people, the, the kids in this era right now, they're gonna be saying the same stuff, thirty years down the road. You can't beat that era with Lil Wayne and Drake and all that. But, but from where we come from, you can't beat the '90s. The '90s had we, we was watching the new, new Jack Swing stuff, and, and you know, all that, that, that dance music. I don't even know if they dance in the club anymore. I ain't been to the club, but yeah. they just, you know. I remember just, back in the day out there in the West Coast, man, K-Day. And K-Day, songs and, yeah, certain songs and even certain artists that they create, they made those artists back in them K-Day records. Up. I mean, you know, when when I was when we came out with Treat Them Right, people don't know, man, we was about to leave that record and go on to the next record because we wasn't getting really a lot of love on that record. And it was somebody at KMEL out there in San Fran. Yeah, and somebody at K And somebody at K-Day started playing that record. How they got the record, I'm hey, not know, exactly sure. That must they started you, know crazy? you know what's crazy, Chubb? I, you know what's crazy? is My brother was the one at KMEL that played that record, bro. Like, been on it. Like, like I remember the day we picked up the, the vinyl from the pros record pool out there in Oakland. We picked it up. And it was like, and it was like man, we got to play this right now. Right now. And it, and it was big. But, but, you know, people, 
the, 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 the difference between radio now and then is people got into radio then because they love the music. People get into radio now because they love to be famous. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's a whole different thing because them DJs back then were some guys that sometimes you don't even know their name, man, and they're the ones that taking the risk to say no because they were by their gut. No, I think this is a hit. I'm going to play this record. You know, yeah, and, and that's what it was about, man. And when KML and K-Day started playing that record, and then they invited me to come out there and do that festival that they do every summer. And um, for KML, the summer jam, we had to do a summer jam. The summer jam. That's what that's what really started that Treat Him Right record out. You know, we couldn't get arrested in New York with that record. You know, it was it was Oakland, San Fran, and then it was Virginia, which started that record. And and it just shows, man, that it's a universal thing. It's across the board, you know, of who who reps hip hop and 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 you know put that music out there. Like I came in, I was a big fan of King T, you know, and I was from yeah. New York, right? You know, and I was like, yo, and then I I remember saying something in my record about him, you know, and he came to see me at a show in L.A. at, at the Palladium and was like, yo, homie. I've been following you since this. And I was like, yo, I've been following you since this. And he was like, man, I didn't even know you was up there on them records. I was like, yo, B, <laughs> hip-hop don't have no barrier. You know, the only barriers we have is when we is when we put them on ourselves. And we say, and we you know, this is this and this is that. Let me ask you this, Chubb Rock. Uh, was, it more, was it more materialistic back then? Because I don't, I don't think it was like a whole bunch of people making a whole lot of money back there back then. Was but was it more? Was it more? Uh, was it more money being made, or was it more about money? It seems like when money, when big money came into the picture, that's when a lot of the, uh, you know, a lot of the stuff started going going down. Oh, without question. I mean, you know, when any cat records back in them days, they were making records because they loved. Making records, they love the 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 record making process, and and you know that was something that's in them that they said, man, I this is the this is the life for me. This is what I want to do with myself, and they went hard to perfect that craft. And there was there was no real money involved because you know back then them labels wasn't trying to pay no money like that. They didn't even think that record, you know that stuff was going to be on past a couple of years. You know they thought it was just maybe a little fad or whatever some ghetto kids doing whatever. But, you know, when once it became lucrative and it became definitely commercially acceptable, corporately acceptable, then you have cats all day saying, well, I'm not 6'9 or 6'10. I'm not 6'9 or 6'10, so I ain't going to play ball, so I'm going right. to be a rapper. You know? And it's like, man, that's cool. That that could only be short lived if, if it ain't something that you just eat, sleep, and drink all day. I mean, my mother knew that that's that's all I wanted to do. Just like and you was all and was, the, that was crazy. Right? They knew that that's what they wanted to do, right? And what's crazy is that you was you were a pre med student, you know, what I'm saying going to Brown University, and you felt like hip hop was bigger than that, and you and you could have and you probably would have made way more money. You probably be a you know, like, a, I mean, what do you think if you would have decided to stay in college, do you think you would have, in the university, do you think you still, you would have became a doctor? 
I mean, if I would have stayed on that course, that would have happened. I had some friends that stayed on that course, and, you know, some love it and some hate it. You know, some some really hate it. it, it you know, it, it just it wasn't probably what they wanted to do, but they were already in that vibe, and so they finished what they started. You know, it has to be something that you want to do. It can't be money-driven. You know, if it's just, hey, I want to be a doctor so I can make money, or, yo, I want to be a doctor because so, it's a prestigious thing, but if you don't really want to help people, then that's the wrong field for you. Because right. you're supposed to want to help people if it's for real money or no money or low money or whatever. And so if it's something that's that you love and you're willing to do 75 hours and pay a couple of hundred grand a year on malpractice insurance and, and you know, you you want to go through that and you can go through the, the emotional ups and downs of losing patience or whatever, but you know that you're out there giving it your all. If that's what your whole thing is, then that's a good doctor. Me, I couldn't get Run DMC in them out of my head, so it was like, this ain't for me. You know, this so that, ain't for me. And they was your doctor. They was your doctor. Hip-hop was your medicine, and and that that's good. Hip-hop is a good medicine to have. Man. Uh, and, and, and luckily for me, my mom was in my corner because, you know, you can't make none of those decisions on your own when you're them ages, so... I went to her, and I said, well, this is how I'm feeling. She remembers all the years of it, waking her up in the middle of the night, so she knows. And she was like, nah, go try that. If that's if that's your love, I don't want you to wake up one day and regret regret things. And I wake up every day, and I don't regret none of it. I, I mean, music was, and, and the entertainment thing will always be something that I thought was a calling for me, so... I don't regret none of that stuff. So, Chuck, let me ask you: being being in Brooklyn when hip hop was started, what does that what does that feel like when when you when you think about it? I mean, you were right there. I, I consider hip hop the 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 mecca of hip hop is right there in New York. That's where you got started. Everything. How how does how does that make you feel knowing that uh, that you were one of the people that actually that actually helped get this off, or you were there when it was all happening? Well, I mean, you know, when you're when when you're around at that time doing whatever, you don't know that you're doing anything, you know. And there were people that were stars to me. Millie Mel was a star to me, you know. Uh, Sugar Hill Gang is a star to me. Uh, you know, uh, Cold Crush Brothers and Fearless Four and all these guys were stars. And then when you even started with the L.A. movement and Egyptian Lover and them cats and, and King T and Ice-T and early Easy e stuff, you know, you just sit there and say, yo, man, these guys are doing it. And you just feel the vibe and, and the truth of it, and you don't even know that you're part of anything because you're just trying to put out the right record and you don't even feel that you're a part of something that will stand the test of time maybe, you know. And... That's the whole thing about these new cats that I hope they understand. Like, let's hope that in 20 years, you guys have an old school. That's that what I was saying. You know, that, that, that teenagers right now, when they're 35, can say, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go back and I'm going to go support such and such or such and such or that record. I remember when I was 15 and rocked to that record. Because it moves so quickly 
that you never know. Like, you, you eat Chinese food today, you ain't going to remember that Chinese food tomorrow. Now, right. now you're eating chicken or something or whatever. So it's just fast food stuff, you know. It's like back then you digested Tribe Called Quest. You digested Public Enemy, where those records was like a part of like a part of your growing up process. So if you had your first girlfriend during that LL Cool J time, you're going to always remember his records. Uh, like you're going to always remember that girl or whatever. Definitely, man. And, and Chubb, I, I remember your, your biography, and I noticed you was, uh, started in 1995 with the Crooklyn Dodgers with OC and J. Rue the Damager, who is definitely one of my favorite. Come Clean is one of my favorite records of all time. So, so, uh, so yeah, what happened? What's up with those guys now? Are you talking? Are you still cool with them? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause yeah, we did a we did a Crooklyn Dodger reunion at Prospect Park that was great with you know record one and number two with DJ Premier and Ali Shahid and it was a great vibe, man. It was you know these guys. I'm with we, you know we do shows a lot with Special Ed and some of the other guys, Dana Dane, Big Daddy Kane. These are guys I'm always on the road with, but I see those other guys all the time, like you know my man OC. We go way back, Jay Rue, who's Jay Rue's actually a big time photographer now too. Oh wow! You know, he, yeah, he got into photography, and you know, because when you're in the arts, man, you're you're just you're an artist, man. All over the place, you know. All around. Yeah, just like that's why I respect like a Kanye West because he's an artist. He he draws, he paints, does music. You know, this artistry. When you were young and you're in that room, you know creating your art. I was a writer of poetry and way before I got into hip hop, I got my mom still got books of it. You know, composition notebooks of it and you know, cuz there's, there's a different calling you got. So it, it's very easy to see Bismarck transition to a DJ and Jay Rue's a oh, photographer, yeah. D Nice right. is a photographer and a DJ. Q-Tip is DJing because you have all these things in you. I mean, it's all it's all love of the game, and, and, and you realize that, just like you said, it's not you're your artist, your your everything is it's all part of the entertainment, it's all part of the part of the hip hop culture and stuff. So, so so yeah, that's that's cool, man. This shout out to to Gabriel, man. Hope some take pictures of me someday. I could talk more about that come clean when I get when I when I come clean. Oh, definitely, man, definitely. <laughs> hey, Chubb, so. Let's get into this. You got some new records coming out. That Searching for Love is hot. I like that song. And that new Summertime Anthem you got, um, that one was hot, too. So we're, we're going to get into one of these. Talking about the Searching for Love. I, I love this because you brought back the old Chub Rock in this song. Yeah, and, 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 and I wanted to do something with one of the, the legends of that time, too. So, you know, my wife, Key, was like, yo, one of my favorite singers is, is Sybil. And I was like, oh, man, Sybil was the one. I was like, I don't know how to find her. And, you know, she got this whole, hey, you know, Beretta Kojak thing going on. She knows how to find people. So she went and found her. <laughs> and we went and got it We got it done. And it was just a good vibe, man. A lot of people are going for the record right now. And because they just, again, remember that time. Obviously remember her with the big records that she had. And I think we put together a good record produced by my man C-Rock. And, you know, I'm excited about it. Man, and this is it right here. We're going to do a premiere right here on Soul Kitchen Radio. This is the new uh, Chubb Rock Searching for Love. 
Call in Tasha Chuck right now, 714-694-4150. It's Soul Kitchen Radio. Check it out. You're on the, You're air, on the air with Rick with Camacho, Rick Camacho of Soul, Soul Kitchen, Kitchen Radio. Radio. You have something to say, call right now, 714-694-4150. Soul Kitchen Radio. Soul Kitchen Radio. Rock. <laughs> Ultimate diva, man. Yeah, yeah. Feel me? <laughs> Sybil! I'm searching for a significant other Grown OG, so past the hustler Beautiful frame, but can I trust her? If I can't trust her, how can I love her? I see you out in the club, cougaring With rich youngins, you know, maneuvering I thought you was a church girl, Lutheran Your exotic features, Peruvian You know, reality TV then changed up the love thing Crazy housewives, Jersey scufflings I'm stronger than that Call me Mufasa, I'm controlling your cat. Nala, you know what's bolder than that? Don't stop short. I'm Jeter with a bigger bat. Can you handle that? Can we interact more than just a track? Baby, give me that.
Kitchen Radio, we're back. That was Chuck Rock with Sybil, man, with a with a that was off the hook. I'm loving that one. That's gonna hit clubs. That's gonna hit the frat parties. And you got that that old school feel with that nice vibe in that song. Yes, sir. Appreciate it, brother. Appreciate it. Man, and we definitely gonna be playing that one. Sybil, I was looking at her discography. She has a huge, a huge uh uh discography of music. She's been doing it. Oh yeah. Oh man, and, and can't wait to see that one land in her Wikipedia. You can go put that in there. My son showed me how you could change Wikipedia's around. So go put it in there. <laughs> definitely, but that's definitely that's, man. It's a, it's a good thing, man, because when you you have artists from that time and you know, Sybil's a college woman, she teaches at a university in North Carolina, so she she you know, she's a smart lady. AKA by the way. And, oh, okay. Uh, she, she her. you know, she's a smart, yeah, she's a smart lady, man. So, you know, I think it's a good thing because it electrifies her too because she was working on new music, and you're gonna always have some apprehension because of the way the game is now, and I think this has kind of gotten rid of some of that apprehension for her because she just seen the the overwhelming love for the record, and you know, she's gonna always have the vocal so. That's his God given. That, that that's a good one. Now, and and the way you came off is just, man, that's just that's just chub rock. It sounds like you you get that flashback in your mind when you're listening to that. You knowing that wow, that's right now. That's coming out now. So so how how are you working that record as far as uh as far as are you as able to as, are you able to break your break your own record because you have your because you have your own radio show are you are you able to break your own record. Well, the good thing about it was that our program director there just loved the record. And he was just like, nah, you, you got to go play that. Right. You know, because we, play, we played it for him and the music director there, and he was just like, both of them was like, nah, you, nah, y'all, y'all got to go play that. And he has it playing on all the other time slots. So that triggered a lot of different stations, and then we got a lot of friends out there, Red Alert and, you know, great guys out there, Chuck Chillout, and, you know, everybody's just giving us a lot of love, you know, so... It's just a it's a good thing. Guys like yourself on the internet radio um vibe that's giving us a lot of love and Sybil knew a lot of people from that from uh, the radio scene that loved the record, giving a lot of love. So it's just moving through I call it the underground railroad of just uh, how records used to be <laughs> on just the love of it, you know what I'm saying? You know, and how like um, you know that that's kinda like how we that, that's how I kinda play the records. I, I play records on, on how I feel it's gonna do. How I feel, I mean, there might be an artist that I think ain't shit, but if his record is good, I'm going to play his record because I like his record, you know? Right. And and that's kind of, and I like that about this internet radio show, you know, because cause then you got me, you got Omizi who's on the road all the time, and, and he, he meets all kinds of people. So if he likes your record, he's going he's gonna to go talk about it and, and do his thing. Um Man, and the fact that you that you could break that record on your own show on WBLS, and what what time is your time slot so we can listen to it on TuneIn on on, on our TuneIn yeah, app yeah, or, or yeah, you can stream it definitely. Yeah, you can definitely stream it. It's on Saturdays, uh, 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. every Saturday. WBLS.com. You can stream it live, and you know I think you guys have a good time listening to it. Yeah, man, it's six to nine on on East Coast time, right? Yes, sir. Okay, so that's nine to nine, six, no, not five, four, three. That's three to six 
our time. So and and you, yes, and you take calls and all that stuff too. Are you you take calls? Oh, yeah, yeah, we take calls, everything, man. Calls, texts. We got the whole social thing rocking. Man, we definitely gonna be What's look your, out hey, look out rock. for social radio and Rick Camacho calling in on that show because I love getting my I love, uh, I love being on everybody's show. So it's good. Yes, I want to get I want to get Chub Rock's take on the on the fight. Did you watch the Mayweather fight? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, give me your take, man. Give, give me your give me your OG perspective. You know, and let me tell you something. If I had to take a guess, these of it could have been a mistake. You know, that these kind of mistakes happen. But if I had to think about it, man, I, I think they probably. They probably did a lot of this purposely, man, because <laughs> boxing needs some excitement right now. Right. <laughs> you know, we, we don't we don't got no more Mike Tyson's out there. We don't got no more De La Hoya's out there. You know, we don't got no more drama in that boxing world, man. I mean, you know, so I, I don't know. I, I just think it was something to, you know, it was a mistake that happened, but at the same time, it was just. It, it was exacerbated by just, you know, let's try to let's put on a show. Cause remember, Muhammad Ali already he already built that schematic of the show for boxing. Right. So they, they had to keep going with that, you know. I mean, personally, I think Mayweather would have knocked the cat out anyway. Right, right, yeah. Right. Was, so, you know, he would have knocked him out anyway if it was, you know, that other situation. I think he, he he's probably, you know, maybe Bernard Hopkins, pound for pound, best fighters out there. So I think that he would have not told me out anyway, but how it all went down and then, of course, all the the after effects and, you know. I mean, the difference, I think the difference is like Larry, uh, like Muhammad Ali and, and Howard Cosell, like they phoned, but they but they had a genuine love for each other. But but him, oh, and, Larry Larry Mer- I, I, him and Larry Merchant, I think they really do not like each other. <laughs> so I think no, 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 I think. I'm not so sure if Larry Merchant has a personal problem with him, but Larry Merchant don't like it's Believe it or not, it's like how we talk now. You see how we talk about old school? Right. And our love for and you can hear the passion that you guys have for old school and the right. 90s and right. all that kind of stuff. Larry Merchant is the same way. With he boxing. Has a certain, He's the same way with boxing, yeah. Right, he has a certain love for a certain time period of boxing. boxing. In certain boxes, and 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 not just boxes, but certain time periods of boxing. I mean, so you think, guy, he's, you think they, Larry Burch is getting fed up with uh, with the boxing world now? Yeah, and I mean, because now the boxing world is kind of like, you know, they're not really fighting a lot. You know, remember when Mike Tyson, who might have been the last part of that era for Larry Merchant, Tyson was fighting. I remember one year he fought like twenty six times. Right. You know. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like, you know, you remember yeah, that's only 26 the, rounds. That was only 26 yeah, and, rounds. Exactly. And you remember <laughs> when, like, when we were with Ali, he would have a fight this month, and then the next fight is like December. You know, right. these guys go two years without fighting, and three years. And, I mean, it's and then they go, thing, so and then, and then uh, what you call it, Pacquiao goes become some kind of president or or congressman yeah. or whatever the hell he's doing. So let me ask you a question. This is, look, Chubb Rod, this is my personal poll. Who had the better hug, better uh, headbutt? Was it Victor Ortiz in the fight on Saturday, or was it Dunta Robinson last night in the game? 
Charlie Ortiz had a better headbutt. The overall best headbutt in the world was your man Holyfield with Tyson. Because oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that, that headbutt actually cut Mike. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that's cut right. Immediately. But, 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 yeah, even Larry Merchant, can, can you, you just, when Larry Merchant had that anger in him, I mean, and he's a, and he's a, he's a, he's a, an experienced broadcaster. He's not like Joe Schmo just said, okay, let me start commentating boxing or whatnot. I mean, you know, he's a, he's a legendary commentator, broadcaster, and for the anger that he came out with, you know, shows he can't have all that anger for, for Mayweather. He's got to be anger for just, the, the error in boxing, boxing that he world. still has to commentate on. Right. Yeah, that's real. Because if he's a, cause if, if he's an old, if you're an old school, if you're an aficionado of boxing, then you know that what May, Mayweather did was part of boxing. I mean, even what Ortiz did was part of boxing, even even though it wasn't the best move. But I mean, all the extra hugging and kissing that Ortiz was trying to do, I mean, he was he was putting it on he was putting it on thick. He had to put on some chapstick as many times he kissed uh, Mayweather. Yeah. I was like, yeah. you know, he had to hit him with a, he had to hit him with that two piece. He like, man, get the hell off of me, dude. What the what's up? Yeah. Nah, because man, man, remember the whole thing for them, man, is again, it's just a purse, man. It's like the purse is so small now compared to you know the Tyson. Days and and these guys got to find any kind of way they can to get another purse, man. I mean, you know, they haven't been a heavyweight boxer, and 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 I'm just going by the heavyweights because they made the most money. And right. you could probably put it to almost every other boxer except for maybe a De La Hoya, who still has a dollar right now, uh, or, or, or 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 keeps a dollar after retirement. You know, they're all suffering, man. You know what I'm saying? And let me ask you, so whatever they yeah, do yeah. to keep a to keep a purse coming back to them, so people will definitely pay to see them fight again. And you know, it's just I guess at that point it's just about what do we got to do to fight again and make a couple of dollars again? You know, at, at some point, even Larry Merchant has to with that. How much? How much uh, of of the HBO show do you think puts into that fight? I mean, without without the HBO twenty four seven, you think that fight is as big as it is? Without people, no, 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 no. Let me tell you something, man. From the time the Russian boys came and became champions, boxing went down the drain. And we had and we had Evander Holyfield on our show, and he and I asked him. I said, "Yo, man, what's going on?" And 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 he knew he knew exactly what it is. He was like, "Shut up, man. We don't have any more boxing programs." Out there, we don't have no more community boxing programs. We don't have any more Golden Glove programs out there because you know everybody, all the political boys are crying broke and they're not putting things in these community centers. You, you remember, there was always some cat in Oakland that was knocking somebody out or somebody up in Compton knocking somebody out that you can, you know, put some money into and bring them out there, whether in the Bronx uh, or Brooklyn or some cat coming out of St. Louis or what. All that is over because they don't have no more boxing programs. You know, to help them guys out there that have that hunger for that. So, uh, you know, it just kind of shows that the old school is a lot, man. It, 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 ain't, it ain't just music no more. It's that old school for boxing. You know, uh, I, I remember, you know, if I see Mike Tyson tomorrow, I'm going to say, listen here, B, 
you destroyed boxing for me because once you left, it was over for me. I didn't want to watch none of these cats. So if I if I see a De La Hoya, I'd be like, man, once you left boxing, it was over. You know, I, I didn't want to see none of these cats, you know. And But, you know, some people have that with music, you know. You know, the same. it's the same vibe. I, I don't know, the 90s was just an electric time, man. That that was. 80s, 90s was some electric electricity going on, man. Man, I, I mean, we got we went from Hope Frat Hope, Foosh Nickens. Uh, oh, you know what I wanted to ask you? What happened? Do you remember this one group? I can't find them nowhere. The Throwdown Twins. You remember the Throwdown Twins? Everybody in the Throwdown Twins. The Throwdown Twins. They had one song. They was like from the from New York or something back in the back in the in the in the New Jack Swing time with like. In the heavy D era and all that stuff, when you was out, there was a throwdown Red, twin. Kingpin time. Redhead Kingpin time, yeah. Yeah, I think they were from Philadelphia. I don't know what I can't find those guys on YouTube. I can't find them on on uh, iTunes. Nothing. But hey, man, see, a, lot I, of, a lot of those lab, a lot of those labels from back then, man, they can't put those records out no more. A lot of them can't put those records out because. Those labels did they did they didn't do the right thing when they had those records out the first time. Whether they didn't pay the sample clearances and then, and they got away with murder, so they can't put those records back out because now you didn't now you tell the owners of them samples, oh yeah, by the way, I took it back in the day too. So they don't want to bring up all of that, you know. They're gonna let sleeping dogs lie. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> exactly. So that's yeah. why I'm that's why you don't see a lot. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go right. to my so, uh, to my storage and get into all my all my cassette tapes and find it. I know it's in there somewhere. Yeah, you might have to just go on eBay and find those. Right? There's always a bunch of cats selling their cassettes or their old records, and you go, you know, find that stuff. That's why I buy a lot of old stuff when I can't find it, man. You know, I was trying to find some of my forty fives, the little forty fives, and I had to go on eBay to find that stuff. So, but you know what, Chubb, just to let you know, I didn't, I couldn't find a copy of uh, just the two of us yesterday. So I went to iTunes and I picked it up. I bought it from iTunes last night. The just the two of us is one we just heard earlier. Yes, sir. I appreciate that. Yeah, I, yeah. We, you know, we we paid out clearances, so we was we we were able to reissue all of our stuff. But um, <laughs> you know, so a lot of cats. You know, you know. So go ahead, hey, able to do that, man. Right, right. Chubrock, we got Chubrock on the phone. Seven one four six nine four forty one fifty. Tell us about this new song with Eric Robertson you did, Summertime. Yeah, I yeah. mean, it was it was Eric that came to me and was just like, yo, I got this record I want to just put out there, man, and the hot record. And when he sent it to me and it was like summertime, and I was like, oh, man, you're trying to revisit Will Smith. Yeah. You know, one of my, <laughs> you know, one of, you know, one of my favorite guys, man. So I was like, yeah, let, let's do that, you know. And so I decided to do this little Philly thing on that, you know, that little Brooklyn to Philly kind of vibe, man. But it was a nice record. We did a great video for it, um, directed by Matthew Cherry, homie from the West Coast, who directed the video. And, um, again, a lot of love. And we're hoping that they'll play it every summer like they play Will's joint, you know. Because right, um, right. basically it was just a compliment for him, a compliment to his record. Because, you know, his record is going to, you know, stand the test of time. So we're hoping that they'll just mingle it with his, you know, every summer. You know, it's great. And, I, and the funny thing, I just got it right. I think I got this record on the first day of school, right when summertime ended. I was taking my kids to school, and I looked at my, my iPhone, and 
And there it was. So we're going to play it right now. We're going to start summertime over because here on the West Coast, here in the Bay Area, summertime is from now until December. You just got to go to school during it. Soul Kitchen Radio. Yeah, Chuck Rock yeah, yeah. <laughs> Chub yes, Rock's sir. on the phone. This is a new new Eric Robertson and Chub Rock called Summertime. Right here, you heard it first on Soul Kitchen Radio. You're tuned into the baddest radio show on the internet. Soul Kitchen Radio. 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 Courtesy of Jermaine Mobley. Dean Boy Arrow. Come on, y'all. Good place to cool down. It's just me and you. 
Seven day forecast. Hot. That's that vintage, that's that vintage, that's that vintage, that 90s feeling, man, when you was barbecuing, that's what they need to bring back, they need to bring back the time where you, you know what I'm saying, play some music and hit a barbecue, you know what I'm saying, people don't do that type of thing no more, but I feel like it's coming back, even even when you watch TV, I feel like, you know, like, the older generation is making a comeback, you know, they reinventing themselves, they coming back, so I think it's a good thing, because, you know, uh, a lot of the experience that a lot of older people have, I feel like it's, it's you know it's needed. There needs to be a renaissance, like you said, Chuck Rock, of all the art forms, all the different art forms. They need to, they need to bring back the save the music, you know, like in the schools, you know what I mean? They they need to start bringing it back a lot of the, you know, like you were saying, the boxing stuff in the communities, because you know, especially with this recession, we're gonna need to make a way out, and it's only gonna come from like obviously like us going to schools and getting educated and. Not just rap music, not all the youngsters thinking they could be the best rappers on the planet, but actually going to school and becoming doctors and lawyers and whatnot. And, and you know, that's that's we need all that. We need that uh, information from from you know, what I'm saying from OGs like yourself. Yeah, Chubb, you there? He must he must be on. Uh, he must have his. But yeah, you're right, Omizi. We definitely need that, man. And you know what? That's that's nah, the what happens is what happens is you got even the government helping you not get your education because you know they had cut down on certain grants and you know aid for students and and, and things of that nature and and then and we our students our kids had it hard in the first place man and now they're making it even harder Definitely. so you know we have no choice man to show these kids kind of where we came from. And the vibe, well, you remember the vibe, man. I mean, if you ain't go to school or you did some nonsense when you were younger, man, there was no such thing as no time out and all of that ridiculous, man. You know, your, your father either gave you the Mayweather or your, your mother was a ninja or whatever. And so <laughs> you were real good if you ain't go to school, man, and, and all of that kind of stuff. There was none of that. You know, kids nowadays, they, you know, I don't know, somebody... All that homeschool. And, you know what I can say? People, I can say, uh, yeah, yeah. People going to homeschool now, and they not even they have, now, now, now. People are scared to send their kids to school because kids are are, are carrying guns and, and and stabbing each other and stuff in school. But you know, you just gotta raise your kids right, and you'll be okay. That's that's what I'm saying. You know, man, Chubb, I, I gotta tell you, man, it's been a pleasure. To talk to you on the phone, man. I know you got to run. You, you you probably got another three miles to go in that in that park you're strolling around, or you're gonna go you're gonna go slide down the slide with them kids in the background. <laughs> yeah, man. We out here trying to get this exercise in, man. We're gonna about to enter the gym. I appreciate all the love from you guys, man. Whenever you need me, let me know. Um, yep. If you need any of the other legends on the show, let me or Key know. We'll get them for you. Um, cause we definitely need, you know, Soul Kitchen Radio to keep doing their thing, man. Chubb, before you go, man, can you can you can you uh give me a Soul Kitchen Radio drop real quick? Go ahead. Yo, it's your boy Chubb Rock treating you right. 1992 beyond checking in with Soul Kitchen Radio, man. Baddest guys on internet radio might be the baddest guys on radio. Period. Soul Kitchen Radio, baby. Block talk, Chubb. Yeah, thank you, Chubb. Thank you, thank you so much, sir. Man, uh, I'm definitely you. gonna be tuning. I'm gonna be tuning in. Watch for a nine two five area code coming in on your uh, phone when you when you're doing your show. I'm gonna be calling in. I'm gonna check you out. Yes, sir. And uh, 
Man, and we're going out to the right way. Chub Rock, thank you once again. We're gonna be we're gonna continue playing summertime. We're gonna continue playing the uh playing the new record you got. Uh, for love. Thank you, brother. It was a pleasure. It was a pleasure. It was only a while like this.
Whoa, that is right. Go ahead, go ahead. So get the radio, we're back. I feel like giving me a high top fade and uh, <laughs> cutting into my eyebrows and bringing it all the way back, nice and organic. Man, yeah. Let's do it, man. Let's, let's bring it back. Let's get some cross colors and, and make it happen. That's how you make money, right? I'm telling you, bring back all the old school stuff from the 90s, man, and it'll kill everything. Man, I want to shout out to wear, I, I guarantee you you'll rather wear some cross colors than, than put on some uh, some skinny jeans. Hell, yeah, and, and, and some skinny jeans that sag below your ass. Showing your <laughs> Hell, no. I think all hey, my I jeans was, are hey, right Hey Gary Archer was telling the truth though, man, because you know you he did he did have a way of making you party and be conscious consciously thinking about you know like when he said leave the guns and have fun like you know what I mean you could be you know he's he's definitely an intelligent dude and he knew how to party and and put some stuff you know some positive stuff in his music too. And that was that was probably one of the best interviews. Shout out to Jump Rock, man, hip hop, and I'm glad we had a chance to see him. And uh, with with the interview, he's gonna he even said he's gonna he's gonna open the door. The interview may have opened the door for for more hip hop legends to come on the show. You know, I would love to yeah, talk to Terry. We need to get Big Daddy Kane, uh, Big Daddy Kane on there, man. I want to talk to him because you know him him before he did that movie Dead Heist, where they, right. uh, they they got caught in the bank and they had some zombies. Man, I want to talk about that one. <laughs> I'd love to talk to Big Daddy Kane, Miss Chubrock. Hook that up. Shout out to Miss Chubrock, man. She's been out there. Really tweeting our tweets and uh, and and keeping the work going to get all our listeners involved with what's happening with the uh, with the Chub Rock interview, man. So shout out to her. Thank you so much for being a part of the show. Today. That was big. Yeah, earlier, you. earlier, uh, earlier, I, I sent out a tweet and I was and I sent my prayers out to uh, the people up in Reno. You heard about up in Reno, Nevada? The well, yeah, show? from the uh, the air show. Yeah, it was sick. Like nine people, I think like nine people dead, and a whole bunch of other people hurt. Like it, it did a nosedive, man, just right into the into the crowd of people. Man, you gotta think sooner or later. If you're out there, you're watching these 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 planes do and tricks, and they're coming down. You don't want to watch that shit from too close, or else that's what's gonna happen. I mean, it's yeah, I don't know. It, yeah, it's been twenty for years, but maybe it was gonna happen. It's like. That's like one one of these times, sooner or later, someone's going to fall off a bridge when their bungee's up and their bungee's break. And what, what's going to happen? Hey, you know, sorry about all the bungee guys that just, just died. But, oh, yeah. Shout out to people out yeah, there. Yeah, the, uh, the, the dude was 74 years old. I just, I just found out. Like, man, what that the was hell? Right? He was flying the plane? Yeah, the dude that was flying the, flying the hell. The plane was was 70-something years old. God, he damn, might have blacked he, out. Hey, he might have knocked out. out. He hit one of them G four flips and was like, "Oh, it's a wrap. My hip broke. I'm going straight to the ground." But I never think you could fly over people like you can fly over the crowd like that. Like they should, that you know, they should have been. He should have been miles away because you can still see it in the sky. You ain't got to fly over the crowd. Yeah, I mean, something something like that should be like over a lake or something like maybe over the the Golden Gate Bridge and everybody sit on on and Chrissy Fields. And you watch it going over the ocean. You don't watch that shit. A plane's gonna come right gonna over your crash. damn head. Then he gonna crash into the bridge. You want to see him crash into the Golden Gate Bridge? He gonna crash into Alcatraz. He crashed into Alcatraz. It's better than, than, than killing hella people because they're stupid and they trying to give him high five as he flies by. 
Come on, man. Let yeah, me tell you something. If you if, if you put a, if you put discretion on older people about driving a car, you definitely need to put a discretion over an old ass dude trying to fly a plane, you know, at an air show. Man, definitely. Hey, uh, I didn't tell you, and I didn't bring it up yet because because we got we got with Chub Rock and stuff, but my wife kicked my ass this week in fantasy football. Is that right? Uh, well, I, you know, I don't like to say I told you so, but I, you know, that's why I'm, that's that's why you see me not not being stressed out right now. Because, <laughs> you know, because no, real talk, man. Because I already knew it's like, man, you can't, especially with the way the season the start it started in general. Like, you can't tell who gonna come to play like they, you know, you didn't know the Steelers was gonna get beat like that, but at least they came back. But look how look how the Lions, man. Oh my God, did you see? Did you see them put hands on? Come man. on, man! This, this is un, this is unheard of, dude. This is, this is crazy. You had to, if you had to choose a team right now, would you choose the Lions to go? Man, I still had to see more proof. If I had if I had to go, <laughs> I'm, I'm a, man, right now, no real talk. Because of the machinery, I'm gonna have to say the Patriots, dude. I'm gonna have to really say the Patriots. Yeah, because yeah. you know, the, just just for the machinery of it. Because they just like Chad o- Ocho Cinco was talking about, like they a machine, dude. You feel me? Yeah, they they are, and you know, and that's funny that you mentioned the Chad Ocho Cinco because I wanted to I wanted to get to that because because I, I don't have his tweet right here, but I think his tweet was like like congratulations to Tom Brady for for holding it down and doing what you do and something like that, like really putting Tom Brady on on a pedestal, and and then uh, then what's the name Ted Bruschi just came at him and was like just worry about Playbrook, bro, quit quit doing all that, passing. you know, don't well, kiss nobody's no. ass and. You know, yeah, my, my first, what's your personal feelings about that one? Because I got my own views on that. My views is is Brewski got a couple of rings, and 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 Ocho ain't got none. And you know, and and when the OG like that speak, you gotta just shut the fuck up and play your position and get in that book like he said. Because he had what one catch Sunday. Yeah, it was a good catch. It was a good catch, <laughs> <laughs> but. You know, he's not the primary, you know what I'm saying? He went from uh, Robin, you know how he was Batman and Robin, to being Batgirl, like, you feel me? Like, like not even Batgirl, like, he's, he's Alfred, he's not even as important, as important as Alfred, like, feel me? No, like, no, so he, 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 he went to, he went to his, his, his girlfriend's shirts, his girlfriend, Evan Lindosa, her shirts, uh, what did they say? You not a motherfucking oh, factor. <laughs> he's not a factor. I mean, I mean, hey, I mean, it's better. I guess it. Well, Cincinnati won, didn't it? No, they almost won. Cincinnati almost won. Cincinnati almost won, but you know, uh, what I what my views about that is New England. The one thing about New England is they pride themselves as not having a superstar. Everybody knows Tom Brady's a superstar, but in New England, they don't want to say that. They want to think Tom Brady's just a regular dude, a player out there to play. They put the whole team at the same status, and they wanted to stay that way because they've never had a superstar. They've never been like, never been, even when Randy Moss was there, Randy Moss wasn't the superstar. It was still, you know, still Wes Walker. Randy Moss was a decoy for Wes Walker, and, and kind of Ocho Cinco kind of filled that same role, except for he's not Randy Moss-like. And yeah, so, well, I mean, you know, he can run them routes, he can run them routes, but he's just not going to be able They're just telling them, 
don't bring no none of that to to New England. You know, they different they different kind of people up there. You know what I'm saying? So I just you know just play a position. I mean, you don't want to be just fall into obscurity. And he was only giving props. He was only giving props to the machine. And he'd been playing football his whole life, so I'm I'm sure he's seen all kind of programs. So I feel like he was just in awe of the situation at hand. Like you know what I'm saying? Even Hainsworth said if he would have if he would have knew what what it was like to play there. He would he wouldn't have signed that hundred million dollar contract with the Redskins, and he would have just passed going straight there. So, I mean, it must be something about it. They keep winning, you know what I mean? So, it, it is what it is. He, just, I mean, you got to humble yourself in the, in this game anyway, and especially in professional sports, you got to be humble. So, I, I think Teddy Bruschi was just telling him to humble himself and just you know just get into the book and just don't play yourself because you don't want to be talking big Bronco and don't even get in, don't even don't even score no touchdowns. Can't even, don't even get in the Pro Bowl. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you can't get in the Pro Bowl. You can't get in the Pro Bowl unless you score touchdowns as a receiver. That's, That's just yeah. it is what it is. Yeah, you don't you don't get in the Pro Bowl for blocking. Don't, nah. they, don't have, they don't have a blocking receiver in the Pro Bowl. You got to be. Hey, can I just say that was a that was a hell of a play? Last little play that uh, Buffalo threw on, on the Raiders, though, man. You gotta you gotta admit that was a hell of a play. You know you know was you know what sucks was I had that same feeling watching the Denver game, knowing that our secondary is going to give it up every time. Man, it's, it's something with the secondary. They, the, our front line is off hook. Our offense is good. The secondary, they can't play a full four quarters, it seems like. They're great in the first half. They're okay in the third quarter. And in the fourth quarter, they break down. You can find holes all over them. And I hope, uh, and I'm sure... New York Jets aren't listening to this show, so they already know that stuff. They're going to find they're going to find Plaxico Burris. They're going to find they're going to find us, Antonio Holmes. Everybody's going to be finding the holes, and Dustin Keller is going to be finding the holes this week in Oakland. And the good news is I'll be there to see it, so that's good. I'll be at. Let me tell you something. I think that I don't know if they, if, they, if if the Raiders got to test the four to two like the Steelers. And they could fight, and they could come back from something like that, then they'd be good maybe. But that was devastating. I feel like I mean ours was devastating too. Don't get it twitted. Like you know what I mean. Uh, we was right. We was looking real good. Braylon Edwards was doing his thing. Everybody was was clicking, but it just you know we fell short to glory. But you know the Raiders, man, they was if Stevie Johnson was out and whatnot, and uh, it, it looked like y'all was gonna pull that one off. So I mean, if y'all would have been at home, I think y'all would have won that game though. I tell you what, in uh, in fantasy football terms, Jason Campbell had 49 points. He had he put up more points than than Drew Brees yesterday for fantasy football. And and I bet most of the people playing fantasy football sat in him and wish they didn't. Wish they didn't. But let's move on from football because you know there's other stuff to talk about. We got we got another 30 minutes left of the show. I wanted to get into this little 2012 presidential Republican debate stuff. You know these guys are just are just dumb. Is there is there one of, is there a guy out there that's gonna that can be the president? One of the uh, well, Republicans? I think I think to be honest with you, I think Mitt Romney uh, Mitt Romney could be could could because uh, I mean he's a, he's a Mormon and uh, and not just because he's Mormon, but he got money, um, he got his own money that 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 you know he has and an ability to to generate some kind of you know. They got trillions of dollars. Rich people got well. I won't say rich people, but the 
ones they call the job creators, they sitting on a couple trillion dollars that they not investing into the into the into the people, into the workforce. And it's obvious that they don't want to do nothing that's gonna help Barack Obama get elected. And and it was you remember you remember before even before Obama got elected, it was people that were saying if he was the president that they was gonna cut out until it was until he until he was over. You know what I'm saying? So right, right. I, I feel like I feel like it's people I feel I feel like it's people out there that really held still fast to that like they really taking a break and and going on vacation for two for, you know for the whole duration of his presidency, and then maybe they gonna make a comeback. I think they made a pledge to that. They made a vow and they gonna stick to that. So. The only person that's going to release them coffers is a is a is a uh, is a Republican if they get in, and it could be it could be Terry, and it could be it could be Romney, and they do have a good chance being there right now. They talking about Obama is at forty three percent approval rating, fifty percent negative. You know what I mean? That's bad. Like that's ugly. Like for somebody that wanted that came in and won the Nobel Peace Prize. Um, me and Forty actually, had, you know, we didn't have an argument, but after, you know, after the show, we we sat up and we was all chop, chopping it up, you know, what I'm saying and he was like, you know, uh, you know, he didn't want to hear nothing negative about Obama, you know, what I'm saying I was like from the case, I was like, man, that whole the whole healthcare thing, man, if he wouldn't have did that, they wouldn't have nothing to really come at him on, and he, and he spent most of his even and like I said, it was it was the Kennedys that 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 was that they lost a lifelong dream was to make universal healthcare. A reality, but after Ted Kennedy passed, there wasn't nothing, nobody out there to champion. All the Kennedys, for some reason, are dying off. Another one, another uh, Kennedy just just passed. Was like nobody is there to champion the the, the reasoning as to why he went full front, full force with the um, the, the universal health care whoop. So it's like it's coming back to haunt him. But at the same time, Clinton was on the Today Show this morning, and he was talking about how. We shouldn't be worried, you know, because you know they they try to do the same thing to him. But mm-hmm. Clinton, he Clinton is a, he was a bulldog, bro. Like there was things he just like he was saying earlier this morning on Today Show. He was like there was things like he was not going for regardless, and he not, he knew how to get you know behind those closed doors and make it happen. So right, I'm, I'm glad Clinton. I'm, I'm glad I'm glad uh, Bill Clinton came and, and and had his back. You know, what I'm saying a little bit to the fullest. And uh, we'll see how it come out because I know Bachman, she ain't got a chance. She ain't got a prayer. Yeah, just, uh, Ron Paul, the Godfather Pizza. The Godfather Pizza. Shit. Yeah, okay. he, he out of there. You know what I'm saying? So we'll see how it happens, man. 510, what's up? You're, in the, you're on Soul Kitchen Radio. Who's this? What's going on, bro? It's Peter Parker. Peter Parker? Oh, Peter my Parker. God. What's up? <laughs> Peter Parker, Peter finally came on out the chat room. Man, dude, I can't fucking log in anymore, man. Can't listen to the show. They they blocked you at work? IT's fucking with me, bro. Oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) I finally was able to log in here the the show today for for a minute, and then uh, I still couldn't log into the chat room, though. Oh, man, did you get a chance to hear Chub Rock? I did get to hear hear the legend speak. Yes, I did. Yeah. Good, good, man. Peter Parker, I miss looking at you in the chat room. All I got is a bunch of guests that don't even say Gosh. nothing. They just sit in the chat room. I'm trying to get in there, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm hoping like uh, next week or something they can finally get that shit to work. But like for the past month, it hasn't been working for me. Man, so so how how's 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 Spider Man doing out there in Hayward, man? Good, man. Good. How you guys been? 
Man, good. What's what's up with the new with the with the records, man? I I got some. I might need some beats pretty soon. I, I'm I'm working on some stuff. Always always working on something. But sounds good, man. Slow but what you got slow. coming out? What you got coming out soon? Who you been working with? I uh, started working with a gentleman named Warchild. As of uh, he's out of Castro Valley, originally from Pacifica. So we just starting put some working on his project. Okay. Good. He's looking to drop that this uh. This uh, coming, I think maybe the beginning of next year, and just some other things in the work. Got my boys, uh, the trendsetters out there from Richmond. Mhm. Doing some stuff with them. Working well, yeah, with man. Big Old Measy. Working with Big Old Measy, of course. Man. What's going Good. on, man? <laughs> you, so you guys got something going? You guys got something together? Yeah, you know, I, you know, I keep, I keep a lot of shit. I keep shit on the tug, you know. But I got, I do got a heater that I got from, and it's real nice and up tempo. And me, but me, I, you know, I consider myself a songwriter, so I like to get inspired. So I like everything to be organic. But the, the beat that I got is, is going to be something, you know, I'm just, I'm just, uh, I send it to a couple of people and letting them come up with, let them write to the hook, you know what I'm saying? So, so it could be right when I put it out there. But it's yeah. definitely, I definitely got a heater from Peter Parker. Man, I'm looking forward good. to hearing it, bro. <laughs> I'm looking forward to hearing that. We're looking forward to blasting that one first right here on Soul Kitchen Radio. That's not coming on this EP, is it? Because that one's in the that one's uh, in the top. Uh, this, the, the EP, the EP. Um, I've I've just been figuring it out. I'm, I'm gonna come out with it late October, and it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be dark and light, but it's gonna it's gonna be a lot of darkness <laughs> that that's gonna come to the light. <laughs> nice. <laughs> October. It's gonna, it's gonna be good. Yeah, late October. I'm, I'm, it's like I'm. I'm in studio Thursday just to just to try to wrap it up a little bit more, and then and then next we got that I should put a period on it, and then I you know starting starting October first I'm gonna go full steam promoting. All right, close well, man. I want to pick that shit up. Yeah, definitely. Oh, hey, uh, so let's get back to this Republican. Who who do you think is gonna win this Republican party? You think anybody has a chance, Peter Parker? Have you been I mean, watching? They're all, they all they all they're all pieces of shit in my opinion. Um, right. <laughs> I don't know. They got, was it Romney and the what's the other dude? Ron Paul, Romney, this Rick Santini yeah, yeah. guy. To, to uh, be honest, I I hope for a Ron Ron Paul. He's he's a different kind of cat. Yeah, he. I mean, he's been he been he been trying to get to be a president for like twelve years now. Maybe even I know, but he's yeah. agree. He's he's on some other shit though. Yeah. So let me see. No, no. Ron Paul would have to he would have to nominate his son as his vice president because they no telling if he's gonna last four years. So you know, you would have to you would have to have somebody in place that you know that you can have your same views and take your place. So that that's the only person that could be his his running mate. I think he really just spend money every every election so he can get up there and talk shit and everybody. But what about this? About where's where's where she at? Hold on. She's hot. She's sexy. And she kicks butt. The all-new Sarah Palin action figure with Kung Fu fingernail grip. From her handsome buckskin knife to her designer eyewear. Everything on the Sarah Palin action figure is authentic, raw, and ready to take on the world. Adjuster lipstick shade, tassel or hairs, and bam! Nuclear disaster averted! Just in time to seal drastic smooth! Hockey moms, this is a must-have gift. The Sarah Palin action figure. Not available in Alaska. <laughs> All right. Hey, bruh. <laughs> bruh. She, you know what? 
she I just found out when I was re- when I was watching the Today Show, of course, because I watch it every morning. She she has sex with Glenn Glenn Rice, and she ain't even deny it. Basketball player Glenn Glenn Rice used to play for Charlotte, I think, in L.A. and other places. But you know what? When I found out that information, that that changed my whole perspective on Sarah Palin, dude. Because you know sometimes people could be manufactured to look the way you can sound the way you want them, they want to. She's but once you find out something, okay. yeah, once you find out something devastating, like damn, she was she was with a black dude. Like I would have never thought that on the planet Earth. That, that she has an Anna Baller on top of that. You know what? Her and Todd could be swingers for all we know. You know, they could have That's their own saying. swing party. And, and I would, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me. But is that, to me, she's just a regular-ass woman. You know, I never thought of her as presidential. I mean, my wife could be more of a president than Sarah Palin. My wife is is way more more knowledgeable and 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 common sensible if that's a damn word you know got more common sense than a damn Sarah Palin. Sarah Palin just sounds dumb. She sounds dumb to me, and I don't even see why these people even even get to. I don't even see how how she even gets to work on a run Sarah Palin. How the hell did she even get her name on a fucking bumper sticker? That's what I'm wondering. wondering. They, they pick, I mean, they already. Like, I, like I know, it goes all the way back because we we knew that they was what they was doing when they set it up. Yeah, we knew they was losing. That's what that's what they yeah, did. Yeah. But we know they we knew they wanted to lose. You feel me? We knew they wanted yeah. to lose because right now we'd be we'd be on on McCain's line and Sarah Palin's line about no jobs and, and you know what I'm saying. I think I think one of the black caucus uh, one of the leaders of the black caucus said that we were marching on Washington right and right. I bet you Sarah Palin wants to go get in the Black Caucus. <laughs> she does. <laughs> she wants to get in with the Black Caucus. <laughs> That's her next meeting is Sarah Palin. Hey, I'm calling a meeting. All the Black Caucus, come over to <laughs> come over to Arizona, wherever she's at. She's waiting for that one. <laughs> so, is does she have a chance? She has no chance. That pretty much ruined her chance, right? With that news coming out. She was she was snorting crack on a she was snorting coke on a oh, damn man. oil drum. Snorting coke and coke and the whole thing. Her and Todd was snorting. They says they, but but see the cold part about it is they they haven't even came out to deny it at all. Like even said nah it didn't unfold or or say we're gonna sue the person who said it because it's untrue. Like they it's just it's just even Glenn even Glenn Rice talked on it. You know what I mean? So it's like wow, it just changed your whole perspective. Like you know I thought. I thought one way, now I think a different way. Now I'm just confused, basically. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's uh, it's a wrap for her, bro. That's that's all I gotta say. It's it's not happening with her, man. I mean, let me get into this. Let me get into this record real quick. We're gonna come back. What are we gonna talk about after this after this break, Omizi? Give me a, give me some. Uh, how about this? Uh, my my, my, my yeah, yeah, get him on the line real quick. quick. And we'll do that. Get him on the line. Maybach Dice is going to be on the phone next. This Soul Kitchen Radio, we're going to be right back. Here's another classic. I got to play. Because we had we had Chub Rock, I got to play these classics today. Here's another hip-hop classic. Taking you back to the old school. On Soul Kitchen Radio. On Soul Kitchen Radio. On Soul Kitchen
press your luck. I snap fake gangster MCs and make them faggot slam bang. You're nine straight. My mind spray, malignant myths that'll leave caught default. The results, your remains stuck in a car truck. You couldn't come to the jungles of the East Pop, and that gang you won't survive. Get live, catching wreck is a thing. I don't gang bang or shoot out bang bang. The relentless lyrics, the only joke I play. I'm a true master. You can check my potential, cause I choose to use my infinite potential. Got a freaky, 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 freaky flow. Control the mic like Fidel Castro. Locked you, but so deep that. You can't scuba dive, my job's or again is unknown Like the tubas, I've accumulated honeys all across the map Cause I'd rather bust the nuts than bust the cap in your back In fact, my rap snaps your sapphirillia I'm the map, so I don't need to tow the map My attack is purely mental and its nature's not sick It's meant to wake you up out of your brain Wash, shake, stagnate, nonsense For if you're prison, you'll get your snot box Bust your press up on this I flip, hold this, none of the real niggas shit You don't know enough math to count the mic that I put keep the dirty rotten damp that's his verbal weapon spit Gold nugget. Every time I pick up the microphone, I drug it. Unplug it on chunk with the gangster battle. Leave your nines at home and bring your skills to the battle. You're rattling on and on and ain't saying nothing. That's why you got snuff when your bump heads were dirty rotten. Have you forgotten? I'll tap your jaw. I also kick like Kung Fu flick by Run Run Short. Made for speed every time I G. Cause I perfected my drunkard style like Sam C. Pseudo psychos. I play like Michael Jackson when I'm busting ass. And breaking backs in hell The putrefied aroma Breathe too deep And you'll wind up coma Toast the king I'm hard like a fifth of vodka And bring your click Cause I'm a hard rock knocker I gotcha Out on a limb About to push you off the flank Let you draw your cross But you burn a shot blank So when the east is in the house You should come up with Come up with Like a hornet, knuckleheads get live and set it off if you want it dirty. Rotten down booze is punching fools, no joke for styles more fatal than secondhand smoke. Don't promote the wrath of this rhyme inventor, cause I blow up spots like the world trade center. Come with this super duper on his assault mission. The tech technique, cause he's a technician wishing he'll go away, won't help the weapon spot, then kill the shot, cause any idiot can let off a block. Hard rock smelling the clutch of the sun toucher. You claim you got beef on the street. So whatcha gonna do when real niggas roll up on you and you don't got your crew? Pull your glockin', but you don't got the heart. You was webbed straight from the start. Bought a tool and didn't learn how to use it. Got lost in Brooklyn, so you had to lose it. Just for front and you got that ass wet. Soul Kitchen Radio, we are back. It's Rick Camacho, Big Old Meezy. That was we had to take that one back to the nineties, man. We've been we've been on this nineties thing all day. That was one of my favorite of all time. Man, yeah, slap. That that slap that's that that's that head nod slap stuff, man. Just make you just make you want to slap your head back and forth. You remember that song? If your head ain't something, I forgot the words anyway. <laughs> oh, <Uh-oh. laughs> if your head ain't something. 
<laughs> you know, if you had any song, <laughs> the head nod song, the head nodding. Man, that, that, I used to play that shit all the time back when I was at uh, at Sac State Radio Station. We was in the little library, and I had the edutainment yeah, show. You know, we had yeah, the you see, um, you see, let's talk about this, man. The, um, which I'm, I'm optimistic. I, every time I talk to my wife, I'm like, like yesterday we was coming back from the circus. I was like, I was like, yeah, I'm looking at where the train station. I mean, the, uh, yeah, the old train station is. I'm like, yeah, that's where the arena gonna be, man. Can't you see the skyline? Cause, you know, Sacramento <laughs> got Sacramento was, is number three on the list of worst miserable cities again. You know what I'm saying? I, I think it was five last time. I'm not sure, but it's like now. Sacramento is number three, and it's like, man, it's crazy. Like, the capital of California is number three in the whole of California as being a miserable place. And Sacramento never used to be a miserable place like that. And I feel like, you know, if they start investing in it again, or just investing in period, like, and I even again, because I can't remember them all the way investing until the Palouse came, but... Like remember, do you remember when America Live opened opened downtown, like at the downtown? Yeah, they yeah, yeah. And but, now like, it that was, was big. America Live it was Hard Rock. Now, now what is it? Hard Rock Cafe? Uh, yeah, but it's like barely, you know, the Hard Rock. Yeah, I guess they just they just like um, my partner Jaws. He he be working downtown at Viva across the street from the Hard Rock, and I guess they they just they they had a party. But then the cops came. You know how the cops always come and sing. They came because I guess they didn't have no dance permits and shit. I'm like, how the Hard Rock Cafe ain't got no permits, bro? Like, that's, that's sick. Right. Like, that's only crazy. in Sacramento, only in Sacramento will a party will a party get shut down with for having no permits at a fucking Hard Rock. That's sick. Man, you know, it, it used to be the way it was, and, and it's probably still like this, when you have a party in Sacramento, like we had, we had the, our club, you can only do that for three weeks at a time. Then you got to take a week off, and then you got to let the thugs forget about it. Then you got to come back, and then you, get the party, <laughs> then you get the party people again until the thugs start to realize. Because in Sacramento, there's when you, when you have a party, when you have a function, that's the one on. There's not like one here, one over there, one over here. Like out here, you go to Oakland, you go to San Francisco, you go to San Jose, wherever you want to go. Out there. Um, there's not much you could do, you know. This, you you find the party and you go to it. I got a couple of nice. It's a couple of nice clubs like Ace of Spades and and like a, like I was talking about Vive, which is right downtown Sac, and uh, it's a couple of other clubs, um, you know, upscale clubs that want you to dress up, kind of, you know, what I mean. So they don't really do like, you know, how we used to do back in the days, just move the tables, you know, bring a DJ in and all his vinyl and just start rocking. You'll be, you know, but but even even a simple party like that, man, you'll look up and it'd be like one thirty, two o'clock. You'd be like, man, it's time to go already. Like that's that's the '90s feeling, man. Where you where you where you don't even want to leave. You know, you you know, know what's cool is I just got an email yesterday, and, and I'm gonna put this out there for everybody who wants to go. Five Beta Sigma, my fraternity in Roseville, they're having a Five Beta Sigma all night skate party at the Roseville Skate Arena. You remember the remember the all nighters? Remember uh, McClellan Air Force Base and and Travis? They used to have an all night. They go there and 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 it started. It was a club that went to like six in the morning. They called that the all nighter, and it was every time there was a three day weekend, Sunday to Monday, they would have the all nighter, and that was that was so cool. You know who used to have the illis the illis uh, frat parties? You remember uh, you know Marky Town? 
Marky Town Productions. That's that's Five Beta Sigma, man. That's me. Man, that's us. The Every time I see him, like I seen him at A and P not too long ago, I was like, dude, what are you doing, man? What are you doing, man? Bring it, bring it back, bro. Like. Yeah, he actually sound like Chub Rock. He was out there on that microphone talking about what's your zodiac sign, man. Yeah, yeah them cute dogs, cute dogs being there with their shirts off, sweating, stomping with them boots on, like that's what's happening. Like, they, they, you know, uh, it was like at the end of the day when you're in a frat, you you know, you, you, I never went to college, but I but I can't adore cats that do that that do. Uh, go ahead and do the whole thing, and, and, and you know what I mean, and get they get their piece of paper and whatnot. Not that it's worth nothing nowadays, because it ain't, it's probably ain't worth the paper that it's, it's written on. But but back then it meant something. You know what I mean? You walked with a you walked with an air about yourself, because at the end of the day you're like, man, yeah, I went to college, man. I, you know, I pledged. I got I, I got a brethren, a cats that got my back to the fullest. You know what I'm saying? Because you know you know to some degree, man, you frat boys, man, y'all. Y'all just as worse as these bloods and crips out here, except for y'all don't be busting heads <laughs> as far as with as far as with guns, but y'all walking around with your little combat boots on, <laughs> all you all uniform and military. I mean, I, you gotta adore that type of shit. But you know, the, the, the party the party atmosphere, you know, that that need to be taught too, man. Show, show these young cats how to actually party. You, you know, know, let me I tell you what we're doing right now. We we've been yeah. for the last for the last three months or so. Everybody who went to Sac State and graduated, uh, we're called brothers at large. You know, we haven't we haven't been involved with what's going on with the Sac State chapter. We're all coming back. We're joining the grad chapter. We're we're getting together right now. In fact, one of my frat brothers, he has every weekend he works uh, the UFL games. And this last weekend, he had like 15 brothers out there in in uh, black pants, slacks or slacks with a button up shirt and doing some ushering around the UFL game. And that's and, and uh, us older brothers and the younger brothers. And I'm going to do it on October 15th. And we're trying to, we're trying to bring back our chapter so we could teach the younger chapter how to do kind of, you know, kind of give them what we did, bring back the booty up and, and bring back the, the big Arco arena step shows and stuff like that. You know, cause that used to be, that that's what drove us in the nineties. When we got in, that was it. I mean, everybody knew about our stuff. Yeah, it's like, um, shout out to my partner, uh, uh, yeah. Knuckles. He, done, he just called in. What's up, Knuckles? What up, what up? Yeah, man, I was trying to get uh, Maybach, Maybach on. I was calling you. I know it was late, but I, I'm uh, Rick Rick on the phone. I'll make sure we get on. Uh, get you on next week. And, uh, yeah, I got him on the phone right now. Uh, what's up? Hey, yeah. Oh, what knuckles is that? Is that knuckles, knuckles? No, it's my partner Frankie Knuckles, man, manage, manager extraordinaire. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought it was DJ Knuckles. Yeah, nah, he on the phone with the homie Maybach Dice. He got a yeah, talk about your project, Dice. Oh yeah, yeah, I got that mixtape that just dropped today. You know, like back for the first time. It's a big project. You know what I mean, we, um, you know, we just grinding, we working. Where can they where can they find that mixtape? Um, you go to Dapiff right now. It's going to drop on LiveMixtapes.com too. But it's all on the internet. You go to Dapiff.com. All right, so y'all make sure y'all go to, y'all go and search. Uh, tell them tell them your Twitter and all your info. Oh, we we, we live on the air. I ain't even know that. Yeah, you're yeah, yeah, right. We live on the air, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can hit me up. <laughs> At Maybach Dice. I M A Y B A C H Dice. You heard? 
Yeah, M-A-Y-B-A-C-H Dice. At M-A-Y-B-A-C-H yeah, Dice. Dice. Um, so so yeah, on DAP Lift, please so you go to Daplift and you just um, search yeah. Maybach Dice? Yeah, Maybach Dice, and I'm, it's going to pop up. It's back for the first time. Okay. Cool. Right, so There's a couple of mixtapes up there. Back for the first time, man, at that Maybach Dice, man, Soul Kitchen Radio. Yes, sir. Yes, Definitely, sir. man. And we're going to we gonna get you on here next week, Maybach? You coming on with, uh, with no yeah, background music? Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's make it happen. It's all good. No, we're doing it yeah, next week, yeah. man. It was a good show today, Maybach. We're gonna go out with your song, with one of your songs right here, as we as we end Soul Kitchen Radio for today, and uh, and it's a wrap. Maybach, what, what, what's up with the Ray J? Ray J, fabulous thing. You said what, what happened with who? Hey, what, what do you think about the Ray J and Fabulous fight? Oh yeah, man. I just seen. I ain't looked too much into it, but I want to look into it. What really happened with that? Well, Ray J is saying that that he punked Fabulous, and I guess Fabulous saying he knocked out Ray J. So. Oh, if it was Fabulous, say he lying. Yeah, that's that's what Ray J is saying. Fabulous say he's lying. Ray J said Fabulous is lying, and and Ray J said Fabulous. Look, Ray J said he's going to call Fabulous, and Fabulous is going to call the radio station and apologize for lying about saying he knocked him out. <laughs> That's why I'm crazy. I'm trying to figure out, like, what problems did they have? Oh, no. Like, how did they even get Ray J and Fabulous? That's a weird, a weird beef right there. That, that's the whole thing. I guess what happened, this is what happened, was, is Ray J put up a video. He was playing. He was in Floyd Mayweather's uh, living room playing playing piano and singing a song, right? And Fabulous started making fun of that on Twitter, saying, oh, Ray J over there singing to Floyd Mayweather, you know, and and, and Ray J didn't like that. He thought, he thought, oh, man, I ain't singing to Floyd Mayweather. That's like my big brother. I'm always here. I'm here all the time. I always play this piano. I always sing. Somebody just happened to videotape it and put it up. And so, so yeah. Ray, J, Ray J went off on that. He he thought Fabulous was trying to call him gay or something, you know? So he, he went off on that. So he thought Fabulous was trying to do what? He thought Fabulous was trying to a crazy car accident just now. We're going to get you on next week, man. So, hey, 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 thanks for calling in. Y'all go get that mixtape. Check out Maybach. Yes, sir. Back for the first time. All right, boy. All right, boy. I'll see you. All right. Salute. I'm going to call you, meeting. Word. All right. This your boy, Larry, the hard Sick with it, rapping Thomas C&T. And it's Soul Kitchen Radio. Yeah. Yeah, it's made back dice. I'm on billions in the booth, belly blue. Trigger, see you, nigga. Cap on the board. Lazy bow, what up, nigga? Smoke one to this.
consistent with this rap shit. I love me the white girls, but I got me a black chick. Black bitch, yeah, she bring that money, make that tax flip. She make it do tricks, she tell that shit to do a Yeah, yeah, so 
Next week, we're going to talk to the Curse. He got his own magazine. And the homie Muggsy is going to come on the radio show. So I'm looking forward to that with Maybach Dice. So it's going to be a good show. It's going to be another good one. It's going to be cracking. Right now, Soul Kitchen Radio, go to iTunes, download this shit. Don't forget, every Sunday, Fantasy Football, we're doing week three, 9 a.m. to kick off. Me, Brian, Misha, and the whole nation who calls. You need a sit and start play. They're gonna be talking shit about me because I lost my my game this week. It's gonna be it's all bad. So call in, man. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's a headache, but it's fun and I love it. It's Soul Kitchen Radio. And we out. Soul Kitchen Radio.